Welcome to the Cardboard Herald Reviews, where we give you audio versions of our game reviews, then go behind the scenes of our creative process. Kingdom Builder, designed by Donald X. Vaccarino, published by Queen Games in 2011, for two to four players, takes 30 to 60 minutes to play. Review written by Jack Eddy for the Cardboard Herald, published October 30th, 2016. My little brother grew up and now lives in Germany. In spite of him being in the center of the modern gaming renaissance, he has virtually no experience with modern tabletop games. On our last visit, I decided to pick up a game that we could play together at night, which posed certain challenges. The game had to be relatively language independent, it had to be simple and approachable for him, and it had to be satisfying for my wife and I, who were veterans of the hobby. After days of fruitless searching in the smaller villages we toured, we finally found a department store carrying hobby games and puzzles. There, with its electric yellow box shining like a beacon, we found Kingdom Builder. Kingdom Builder is a competitive game for two to four players. Players take turns drawing a card and placing three settlements down on spaces that match the terrain of the card, and if possible, they must build adjacent to their existing settlements. This is the clever golden rule of Kingdom Builder that governs the strategic choices you make. Because you are restricted to adjacency if possible, you try to find ways of ensuring that it becomes impossible to place adjacent, freeing you up to place anywhere on the board. This is key to securing high value spots and gaining location tiles. A chief feature of this game is that each quadrant, more on that in a bit, has certain locations granting powers for players to move settlements, place new ones, or in some other way alter their gameplay. These location tiles are reusable and a valuable asset in sculpting your kingdom. Eventually, players amass an array of special powers and are able to do a myriad of actions that are both powerful and unique to them. Once a player has placed all of their settlements, the round finishes, and players count up points to determine the winner. The thing is, points are awarded differently each game. During the setup of Kingdom Builder, you randomly assemble four of the eight 10 by 10 boards and make one of the most beautiful game maps in the industry. Then, three scoring cards are drawn detailing how players will score points at the end of the game. There's a clever variety of scoring conditions ranging from simply one point for each settlement next to certain board features like mountains or water, to the more complex three points for each settlement on the quadrant. This variety makes Kingdom Builder really stand out among other so-called gateway games. While the core gameplay remains consistent, the ever-changing combination of board and scoring conditions ensure each game experience will be a fresh puzzle. Every board comes with its own unique layout and special powers, creating exciting new ways to reach your goals. Because the game moves so quickly, our group often made it to the end of one game and immediately drew new scorecards and rotated the position of two boards to have a completely new experience. One thing that can't be understated is how beautiful and evocative this game is. The colors are vibrant and alive, and upon closer examination, there are tiny elements within each space that give the board unique character, inviting players to imagine the story of a bridge across a river or worn path through the woods. Additionally, the scoring cards have gorgeous art, hinting at a familiar, yet at the same time exotic and possibly mystic medieval land. These tiny features have no bearing on the gameplay itself, 
but it really helps wrap players in a snuggly thematic comforter, even if the game itself imposes no narrative and is otherwise a complete abstraction. At first glance, Kingdom Builder is a simplistic game with little choice. You draw one card and play three houses, rinse, repeat. But once you scratch the surface, you are left with a game that players make meaningful decisions every turn, balancing immediate benefit with long-term strategy and mitigation of luck. By no means is this game perfect. Some turns you will draw a terrain card that will give you no benefit for the duration of the turn. If you're wanting a game that has in-your-face player interaction with other players or a heavily thematic game, this game may not be for you. But as my wife and I toured Germany, exploring the countryside, visiting cities, monasteries, and castles, I couldn't help but feel like each game in Kingdom Builder itself was, too, a sense of peaceful exploration and discovery. It is a versatile game, excellent for people just exploring the hobby and seasoned fans of middleweight Euros. I truly love this game, and while my tastes and interests in games have changed over the years, my love of Kingdom Builder has remained evergreen. Alright, Kingdom Builder, this is the one! This is the genesis of it all. The Cardboard Herald was born out of, can I write a review for a game? If I recall, I was like, man, I'm not doing anything creative with music these days. I'm just kind of practicing. I'm not doing as much writing, that kind of thing. So what if I, I like board games so much, maybe I can have a perspective on that. And I thought I'd write a review to post on Board Game Geek. And I was like, you know what? This is garbage. I need to rewrite this review. Um, and so I did that and rewrote the Kingdom Builder review I don't know why in particular I chose Kingdom Builder now that I think about it. I think it was one game that just, it always felt like it belonged in my collection. If I chopped down my collection down to 10 games left, Kingdom Builder really would be in it. Not because I think it's in the top 10 greatest games of all time. That's a different discussion, but it, it it's replayable and it, it has so much versatility. I, I really love it. And so I, I thought if I could articulate that in a review, then I think I'd be onto something. And then if I could add a little personality, it would be onto something else. And I think by the second or third revision, I was starting to get there. And I started thinking, well, what if I created my own blog or something? I have no idea what a, how a blog works. Um, but what if I tried generating a few reviews? And that's when I consciously decided what games I wanted to review. And I wrote them, and then I was like, what do I want to do with this? Post it on Board Game Geek? And I decided, no, right away. Cardboard Herald, and I'm going to start a podcast where I chronicle my evolution as a reviewer. And lo and behold, that turned into an interview podcast, which kind of became the dominant creative thing of the Cardboard Herald. But it all started with this review, and I'm really proud of it. Reading it, it is a little rough in certain places, and I noticed a couple typos on the website, so I need to go back and fix those. But uh, it all kind of started here. I don't have the headers, and the headers are something I really adopted and leaned into later, but here you can see the beginnings of my, my evolution in writing. And as far as the game itself, 
Uh, I still really love Kingdom Builder. I like how it's evolved uh, over time. I like the expansions that have come out, um, particularly Marshlands, the one that most recently released as of recording this. Uh, I don't actually love the new maps in Marshlands, but man, the the uh, new scoring conditions were uh, something that gave the, the game so much more dynamism or dynamic elements. A uh, little pissed off at Queen Games for how they're handling Kickstarters these days, but, you know, uh, that's how it is. I I, I don't know. I, I've met people who work for Queen Games, and uh, I, I think they're perfectly fine people, but I, I wish they were a little bit more interactive with the public on Kickstarters and not just saying something and then dropping off the face of the planet forever, leaving people guessing as to where their games are, what's going on, especially for such a well-established company. And there was that whole thing with Donald X of like not paying him for Marshlands, and I don't know, it's a thing. But bottom line, I really like Kingdom Builder, and I'm proud of this review going back to it. I'm surprised by how clever some of it is, especially that ending line. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this review of Kingdom Builder. This has been Jack for the Cardboard Herald. We're going to have lots more reviews coming up and actually publishing more reviews on the site. So I hope you continue to listen to this channel. It's kind of the side project of the Cardboard Herald. And I hope you keep on gaming. Thanks, guys. Thank you.